0: Welcome to the Gopher, guys. This is James DePointe. I'm joined by my good buddy, Pete Carlson. We're Gopher alumni. We're Gopher fans, diehards. We're going to be joining you each week to break down not only Gopher basketball, but Gopher football as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll jump right into things. Um, We are i uh, going to break down the Gopher basketball team this year. We'll go into thoughts on last year's team, where they finished, how they did, thoughts on this year's roster, what we should expect, expectations for this year, and then uh, looking forward to uh, the schedule and, and what we have ahead. So uh, Pete, if you want to uh, start us off with thoughts on last year, how how we did, uh, just whatever uh, whatever came to you there.
1: Yeah, I thought last year was a successful season. Uh, I think that was in in question uh, during the middle of the season. Went through a little lull there, but finished really strong with the Purdue win at home, and then another Purdue two, win. Two Purdue wins. That's sorry. right. That's right. And and finishing with the NCAA victory in Des Moines. Um, we were both there. It was uh, Louisville game was incredible, um, and the Michigan State. Uh, Game had a great buzz and feel to it, and then James, um, and then Murphy wasn't able to go, which was a little bit of a buzz kill. But ended with that great moment with him being uh, done with his career, um, with that nice moment at the end, and really overall uh, ended strong. Coffee and Murphy produced, and uh, Curry was never the same player after he came back for his injury, and they were weak in some areas. But the freshman, you know, Kelsher and Oturu were fantastic. And um, I think overall it was a, it was a su- successful season with that strong finish. A success, and, I, <laughs> and I just want to clarify, successful,
0: we did, <laughs> if my notes serve me correctly, we did finish 7th in the Big Ten. I'm not, I'm not being negative, Nancy, I'm just saying. We did finish 7th in the Big Ten, overall Big Ten record, 9-11, and 22-14 record overall, which isn't, doesn't look bad on paper, but we, we did finish 7th in the Big Ten. There is only 14 teams in the Big Ten. Is that just something, you know, is that the state of success that Gopher fans should be expecting right now? Well, I think we should
1: up the bar, but uh, history, uh, that seems, history will show us that that's been a pretty good good season, unfortunately. I think the bar should be set higher, but where the program was at and where... um, uh, I guess a turmoil with some injuries and some off the court stuff. The previous in the early part of Patino's uh, tenure here, this being his seventh year at Minnesota, um, I think you know the, the bar should be lifted at some point, and we should get consistently to the NCAA tournament. But last year. We did for the second time in three years, and we won one. So I think that for me is a s- successful year. And it, but it, we should uh, we should expand our expectations at some point.
0: And probably if we look back to two thousand eighteen, where we didn't make the tournament, right? And now mm-hmm. two thousand nineteen, we made the tournament. We won a game. We ran into a Michigan State loaded team, and we didn't even, as in you mentioned, in the second round, by the in way. In the
1: second round, why would a Big Ten?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other thing. That. But we didn't have Jordan Murphy, right? So who, yeah. who knows if we would have beat him? But I think it would have been a more competitive game. <laughs> uh, so maybe it's more fair to say that the expectations were low. Yep. And they probably, probably met or exceeded the expectations. Now, now the question is. 7th place in the Big Ten. Sorry, I can't get over that point. 7th <laughs> place in the Big Ten.
1: Um, Second tournament win in 30 years, though. That's So, you know, that's what I'm probably focusing on right now.
0: Okay, so you're focused on that, and I, I like that. Now our, and we can move into this year as well. Do we have the recruits to make that next step uh, to get us? Uh, me as a Gopher fan, I remember the days of... 96, 97, and don't tell me that the Final Four never happened because it did in my mind. I was eighth grade, Bobby Jackson, Bobby Tyne. That was unbelievable. Are we going to eventually, I would hope, because a lot of Gopher fans remember, hope get back to those days. All right, And don't tell me those days can't happen. You just got to have the right players and the right personnel and the right staff around you that it can happen in, in Minnesota. Um, do we, are we headed in that direction? Do you think with, with a Patino led well, team? What, you know, what, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, it's, it's in, it's in question. I think there's been some, I think this, the longer you have good coaches in the same spot, uh, is better for the program. I think we're seeing that with football. I think Coyle, uh, is an AD that makes good calls on coaches. I think, uh, Patino is one of those that's probably been on the fence a little bit, but there's enough there to see that he, can build the sustainability that in my mind is the middle of the big 10 and then pops up every once in a while that's what i want to see yep um and i think that's a fair expectation and i think he has he will get better he's a young coach i think that um like i said i think Coyle does not get enough credit for how well he picks coaches and invests in them and sticks with them a little bit through the bumps i think patino has some flaws Uh, but overall i think he brings in good players has had a little bad luck at times Yeah, Um, injuries and whatnot. Injuries off the court nonsense, which, by the way, hasn't really happened at all since that football and basketball stuff, which is a credit, I think, to the administration and Coyle as well. So I think the things are going the right direction. I think he's bringing the right talent. I think next year's recruiting class has a chance to be really good as well. And uh, this senior class with, you know, coffee going to the NBA and the injury bug and Hurt not, you know, panning out, um, he has missed on the point guard quite a bit since Nate Mason. but overall I think I think that Patino is the guy to keep putting your trust in a little bit and but be cautiously optimistic about it and make sure that he's getting better every year because it's got to get better.
0: Yeah. So. I, I love the idea of being in a stable program, right where as you said, if we're if we're in the middle of the big 10, Every year, no matter what, even in our down years, we finish middle of the Big Ten. And I would argue, you know, to be sixth, okay? Yep. Right, sixth. That's so you're that's you're not right in the middle? Just, just so, so you're not right, right Just a little bit above, you know, yeah. mediocrity there. I would love that to be our bottoming out as sixth. And then, as you said, as, you know, the state of, of college basketball, even college football now, of, of the one and dones and all, all that sort of thing, if we can hit those recruiting years where if our worst is sixth, but then we have those couple of years where all of a sudden we hit big on, you know, like a uh, Dawson Garcia at a Prior like the five star that we're trying to get for next year. We hit big on him. That's when we can spike. You know, I mm-hmm. would love for our program to start itching in that in that direction. But we'll we'll see how time time plays it out. Um, we we can go into um, we can go into this yeah, like, year wait, now. What are your thoughts on this year's roster?
1: How it's how it's looking and.
0: So uh, if if we want to go through uh, real quick here, so we have four incoming freshmen uh, that are support. They're all late arrivals with it. Trey Williams is the main was kind of the keynote of that class. Uh, so he c- comes in freshman, six five, one ninety five. He's a four star recruit. He's a wing. He's athletic. He's a driver. Can shoot the three. He's a confident kid. I like his swag. I love everything about him. He can be a difference maker. Now, can he be a difference maker against the equally as athletic Big Ten? Guards and in wings of the Big Ten. That's what we'll find out. Only time will tell. Uh, we have Brian Greenley, who is like you mentioned earlier uh, off camera. There is a insurance plan uh, to Marcus Carr. He's, he's six foot one ninety, so he's not big. He he is a backup point guard. How how stellar and flashy can he be over time? We'll see. But right now he is he is our backup point guard, and and we need him in case of injury. Peyton Willis, redshirt junior, comes from us, Transfer from Vanderbilt, 6'4", 200, so good size. He is a shooting guard. Unimpressive numbers at Vanderbilt, we don't know all the reasons for his transfer, and we won't get in that or speculate, uh, but didn't have great numbers there. He did shoot 44.7% 3 point at in high school so uh, that gives me promise and and hope that he's going to become that stud 3 point shooter. Uh we also have uh who we miss in here also from uh from that group. I think I think that covers it all from there. Oh, excuse me. Sam Freeman, Sam Freeman, 6'10, 240 freshman uh, out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, he should be comparable to a Daniel Aturu. puts up decent numbers, 18th best prospect in Texas. Now will he be taking minutes from Daniel? I don't think so. Could he be playing along, Daniel? Probably. I would love to see Twin Towers going going with that, but he's more than likely going to be backing him up. Isaiah Eman or Enan, excuse me, I pronounce that. Yes. Four-star recruit, uh, decent numbers from Germany. Okay, thirty-five point two percent from the three-point arc. So that tells me that he's got a decent stroke. Didn't start playing basketball till ninth grade, which is just pure insanity. That that. Uh, he could actually develop that quickly and play at this high of a level with not starting until he was in ninth grade. So his ceiling is high. I like his potential. Uh, I think we covered it all f- from that standpoint. Did I miss anyone out of that group coming in? I think that's it. Um, so we can go in, obviously, Marcus Carr. I think I think for me, looking at this roster on, on paper, with the new guys coming in, Marcus Carr has got to be, He's got to be the guy. He's from Pitt. He's the transfer from Pitt. Everyone knows that he couldn't get the waiver uh, from the NCA, which is a whole nother deal. Uh, but robbery.
1: That's pure it, robbery. It, it
0: is pure robbery, and we can speculate all you want with the Patino name. I, I think, to be honest, I think that's what it came down to uh, was the Patino name and the NCA don't mix, and I think they uh, just took it to us on that one. But he is a pure point guard. He's a decision maker. He's um, He's a distributor. Great kid, great student, all the right things. Does all the he was named team captain. All those, all those good positive things that I think he's gonna be a great leader for us. He was originally though a shooting guard, a great shooting guard, top twenty-five in the country shooting guard. So we'll see how natural he feels as a point guard. Only time will tell with that. Uh, but I I think for us, it hinges, and I know this sounds crazy, but I think our success this year is gonna hinge on how good or not good, Marcus Carr is going to be for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's seven newcomers. Uh, three of them have experience. Like you said, Carr, uh, Alihan Demir, and uh, Peyton Willis, and I think they're going to be key. Uh, the four freshmen are pretty raw, and we'll see how they develop. Haven't seen them a lot. Trey Williams is definitely the the guy that seems to be the stud out of that group. Um, but we'll see how they develop. Uh, Lots going to be on Gabe's shoulders, Kelsher and Oturu, the two uh, returners. Returning starters, um, great freshman years. Uh, they need to take a big jump. I don't know if Gabe can take more of a jump because he was just, right from the get-go, Look like a veteran out there. And yep. love how he plays defensively, uh, shooting the ball. Uh, Turu, I think, needs to take a big step this year. Um, and uh, also, Mursa needs to take a little bit of a step, too. We're not really sure what we have in him, uh, but he needs to play. His athleticism's great, his leadership's great, uh, but we need some production out of him. Uh, for sure. And back to Aturu I mean, Aturu is the guy that needs to take the big step because he's got all the talent. Very good player, but he's not to be on the court a lot. Be tough. Be the guy that replaces those rebounds from uh, Murphy being gone uh, In the two yeah. exhibition games. He's he's done that. So I think he'll feel that. And uh, you need something out of hurt. Uh, I know that's your favorite player, so. Yeah, well, uh, that's
0: sarcasm, (laughs) but hey, great kid,
1: don't get me wrong, love the kid, we're going to need him, in all
0: seriousness, we will need his leadership this year with such a young team, but what's he going to actually give us on the court, you know, I I don't, we can't expect much of anything.
1: Yeah, leadership and facilitation for sure has got to be his his role, so, uh, you know, and, and and. Curry's uh, injury is a big loss to the squad. I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't know if he'd ever be the same player he was. That's so always tough to come back from multiple injuries. Um, he just has the injury bug. It's tough to see. Good kid. And, um, you know, they're going to have to replace that uh, production though because I think they were going to count on him to be the same Curry which he wasn't last year's, but maybe that extra time he would have been this year. So are Um, you seen as a MRSA guy that can
0: replace a Curry or actually, well, replace a Murphy? We need to replace our all-time leading rebounder. We realize that, right, that we need to replace our all-time leading rebounder at the University of Minnesota. He is now gone. Who's their replacement? Is that is well, that Jarvis or no? Olivers
1: my go-to uh, bench guy. He's a uh, he, he's got the best bench moves. I like to yeah, say. Yeah, that's himself. cute. <laughs> that's cute. I love that too. Um, but
0: can he get a rebound when we need him to? Uh, that
1: uh, he's got to prove that to me. I think he's got the talent. Uh, hopefully, he can have a couple finishing moves to produce. And he just needs to find his spot. Play strong defense. Uh, be a rim protector, rebounder, a couple flashy plays. He just needs. He just needs to improve each year. This is a sophomore year. I think you just need to see a little bit more out of him. He's a more raw player. Uh, he's that athlete that Patino loves the, loves to recruit and yep. um, develop. They got to develop him though, and and uh, I don't know if he can take that next step. I think he'll be improved, but those are some big shoes to fill.
0: So if we look at Jordan Murphy, and uh, don't yep. get me wrong, I love Jordan Murphy, but he when he came in, he was pretty limited offensively, right? Sure. So he was just a pure rebounder. But he could also, when we needed a bucket, though, he could score. You know what I mean? He, he could get around the rim and he had great, great feet, great footwork, and he could score. Now, do we see Jarvis as a guy, if you look at him, like, I mean, that's a great DN. And when I look at those numbers, 6'6", 6, 6, 235, I'm thinking a football player. I, when I see him on the court, I think he's a football player. Does he have enough offensive skills to become? He, he's only had one, one year of college. Does he have the offensive skill set, you think, that could turn into a Jordan Murphy, go get you a bucket type guy, or no?
1: I, I don't know. That's a big question, Mark. I got to see it on the court. I think he, I think he has that potential not to be a Jordan Murphy, but to be someone that can give you 8 to 10 points off yep. the bench and 8 to 10 rebounds and be very efficient with that role. And I think that's what you need from them. And, you're, and this roster's constructed the the shoot the three. I think that Patino has said that, and that's gonna be a change. Last year was all downhill and banging and with Coffee, and Murphy and, and last year being a really poor shooting team. Terrible when you take out Gabe. Um, so this year's team is gonna be, you know, Carr, I think Peyton Willis is a great player. I think people are gonna really like his style. I think if you like Gabe, you're gonna like Peyton Willis from what I've seen and heard. So those those three guards uh, Carr, Willis and Gabe are gonna be shooting uh, the big guys can shoot also with the exception of MRSA. Um, so I think that you're gonna see a, a stretched floor and and you're gonna see a lot more three three balls and that's gonna be the I guess the DNA of this offense where last year was kind of the opposite not a lot of the running gun sure. and yeah transition, get out in transition run and gun, you know get easy buckets or easy shots and and Gabe needs to get a lot of shots. Uh, he's about forty percent three point shooter, and you need to, you need to give him opportunities to make buckets.
0: And and that was my biggest beef with Patino last year is he I felt he didn't get Kelcher enough looks at the three. You know he we should be drawn up in the dirt plays for Gabe all the time. He yeah. he simply didn't get enough three point looks. Where I I think that goes on Patino, and and that's a whole another deal. But if we become a half-court offense, which if I'm looking at this roster, I'm seeing a lot of big guys, which is great. Okay, we need size on the Big Ten to rebound and defend, but I'm also seeing a lot of three-point shooters. I'm wondering who's going to be that slasher that gets it to the to the rim, right? Who, who's yeah. going to be the guy like a Coffee? Coffee was our guy that he shot the three, but he was unbelievable in transition, and he could always get to the rim. He either got fouled and got to the free throw line, or he got a layup. I need to, and I'm, I'm looking at this roster, wondering who on this roster is going to jump out and get to the rim. And we've talked about it before. It, when we're down by two, and we absolutely need a bucket, who are you going to? And, and who's the best shooter and player on this roster right now? I think it's Gabe, but we can't depend on a three-point shot going in. I'm talking about when we absolutely need two points. Who is going to get to the rim and get uh, fouled like Coffee did, yeah. or get a layup like Coffee it's did? Be,
1: I think it's gotta be a I think he's the most athletic and versatile player, where he can make multiple shots. Where Gabe, Gabe's got to have space to make his shot, and he's pretty good at doing it, but he's a little undersized. Yep. Uh, for the Big Ten, so I think, uh, I think you're gonna have a draw up uh, plays for Carr, Gabe, or O'TuRu. I think those are your guys. It, it won't be a coffee type situation where you just clear out and he yeah. gets to the hole. Yeah. But I. Think, so you're like, saying if, we don't have that on this ro- this I, roster. We don't have a don't coffee, have a player. Player, is what I, you're saying. I, I I don't think so. Okay. And I think Coffee was a unique and probably not uh, appreciated as much as he should have been for how good he could get to the hole. Um, a little bit of, you know, he, he kind of dribbled outside his body a little bit, in my opinion, and kind of a little wild mm-hmm. uh, for a point guard, but he he had some method to do his madness, and his body would... My one of my favorite things was watching Coffee body all over the place. I thought he hurt himself all the time because yeah. he always would yep. fly all over with his body control, but, but uh, he got to the rim and he made it happen, and he would just end up on the ground usually, but it worked for him, and he was very, very good at.
0: It. Very good. Well, saying all that, realistically, realistically, what are our expectations us as as Gopher fans should have looking into this year? I mean, we had, like I said, we finished, we finished seventh last year, right? Seventh in the Big mm-hmm. Ten, that I know you thought was a huge success, but, <laughs> um, and we're picked to go tenth this year. Keep in mind, we're picked to go tenth uh, this year with no respect at all. What is a realistic? Expectation for us as a Gopher fans.
1: You know, for me, I think it's uh, getting back to the NCAA tournament and and finishing, uh, you know, sixth through eighth. Uh, I think uh, sixth
0: through eighth in the Big Ten, you're saying? yeah, okay. in the Big
1: Ten in the Big Ten. So would be uh, would be realistic. You're saying I think it'd be okay. realistic. I think uh, I think the upper uh, expectations, I guess, if I had the range, tenth, eleventh through fourteen would be a disappointment. Uh, maybe 8 through ten would be. Uh, maybe as expected even though you, like you said the media has kind of giving us uh, no respect there uh, but I think uh, five through you know maybe four through six is possible though and that should be okay. always the goal I know that'd be that'd be a great season I think they they have players it's a lot of new faces and, and a lot of new people gelling but I think the expectation should be get to the NCAA tournament win a couple games in the Big Ten and see what happens and see if they can put a little run together they're a shooting team that can really probably make a run, and if their defense is solid, um, I could see this team uh, doing well. But it's uh, it's a little hard to make that prediction with so many people you haven't seen play a ton. Yeah. But I, I love the sophomore class, Oturu and and uh, Gabe, and I think looking at the schedule early on, there's there's a lot of testing there. There's Oklahoma at Butler, U- at Utah, and we're gonna know early on what kind of team this is. And I'll probably make a different prediction at that point. But if this senior class gets to the NCAA tournament, that would be three years of their four years, which yep. is which has not happened, I don't think, in this Gopher program. So um, that's what you got to shoot for, I yep.
0: think. Yep. I, I think if we – and we have, I feel like, somewhat rewrote the script. And like you said, two of the last three years we've been in the NCAA tournament. 2018, we probably should have, but that was the – whole debacle with Lynch and, and what have you. So, uh, But I think the winning mentality has been there, and I think the idea now, especially with getting the monkey off her back and winning a game last year in the NCAA tournament, I think now that it's starting to become the norm and not so crazy or, or wild of us getting to the tournament, it's almost become that expectation. Uh, I think now they'll start believing that and I hope it gives them confidence and and starts starts rolling into meaningful wins. Now how is that going to match up when we go against Michigan state Ohio State Maryland, Purdue, Michigan? I mean those are those are the predicted top five what I just listed off. Are we gonna crack into that top five looking at this roster? I don't think we have the guys yet being honest with you I, I they would really have to show me something and these freshmen would have to be, unbelievable for that to happen but it's it's not to say that it cannot happen so um i would love to be in that top six for the big 10 i think is a um is the goal my expectation i i think we'll be somewhere between six and eight uh being fair uh and then i i think we sneak into the tournament i I don't know if we're going to come in as a five seed but i could see us coming in in uh in a nine through 12 type fashion and to be honest with you i think that can be okay it all depends who you match up with right so it, yeah. it's not how many well, nine through 12 yeah. seeds do we see in the sweet
1: 16 right Hopefully so it's not a you know a gophers five versus a 12 middle middle tennessee, tennessee state oh the, uh, yeah yeah and you know so yeah i think it's you just get into that range and and you have a chance and you just gotta play your best like uh, last year you know being a 10 seed Right against Louisville, seven seed, and everyone thinks you made a big upset, but really those teams are pretty interchangeable in the six through twelve. I feel like.
0: So. Yep. Yeah. As we look f- at this early schedule, we typically we had a little more cupcakes. Uh, we almost got used to uh, this year. You know, Cleveland State, and all respect to Cleveland State, probably not going to match up well against the mighty Gopher. I would hope, um, <laughs> but you look at those next three games; those are all legit. Oklahoma, which is played on a neutral site, but then at Butler, okay, and let's keep in mind, Butler has been in the national championship twice in this in this decade, so keep that in mind, at Utah, and then we go right at Clemson during the ACC Big Ten Challenge, so obviously not a cupcake either, and then from there, we go to the Big Ten
1: season, ends so when we go up against cupcakes, what are your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, it could go either way, for sure, and that'll be key, I mean, I, that non-conference schedule is extremely tough. I know Patino joked that uh, he might have decided to make that schedule, and he thought Coffee would be a senior, and uh, you know Curry. That could be. And that could absolutely be. Yeah, because that makes more sense. as a fan, it's fun to watch. But you're right; you could go one of two ways. I do think the good news is you know a few of those uh, seven newcomers have experience. Uh, they've been playing together for a while. Uh, they played overseas this summer, so they need to be ready though, and they need to come out quick. Um, I do like the change in schedule. I don't know if this is the third year where the Big Ten has a couple games in early December. Remember, you had yeah. basically no one until January first. Correct. So, as a season ticket holder, I love that you got Clemson, uh, you got Ohio State in December. So you got meaningful basketball. I think. It's so pretty, you know what kind of team you got. You got yeah. You're gonna know early, and that so that, I think it's fantastic. Uh, but. It, you're right if they're not ready uh it could go sideways in a hurry yep. but it's a long season and, and that just shows what kind of coaching chops Patino has in getting them ready to play yep. and and being confident in what they can do and and they'll they'll know early um, what they're good at and what they're not good at. So
0: very good. Well that's all the time we got for today. We will be back with you guys next week breaking down the Cleveland State game, which I'm hoping is a colossal massacre of Cleveland State, which What's their uh we, mascot name. I, 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 I don't know but I hope I hope State we somebody. I hope we take care of business and it's never even in contention at or doubt at any point. But uh, we'll also be with you at some point next week to break down the huge Gopher vs. Penn State football game, uh, which will be obviously entertaining to say the least. So thanks for watching today. Go Gopher, for Get after it.